Hello, and welcome to The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. My name is Patrick Arias, and it is my pleasure to be your tour guide with you this evening as we break down and discuss this weekend's hot picks and bold predictions. Tonight, I am joined by Andres, the Cavalier King, and Bryant, first prize, Flores. Champagne Chauncey is out again this evening, but we will see you soon, Chaunce. Hope to see you next week. And as always, we are dedicated to covering all the best sporting events taking place from Wednesday to Sunday. And this weekend is no different. So if you guys are ready, we can get right into it and we can start off this episode the same way we start off every single other episode with a hero or a headline extremely close and extremely dear to our hearts. And it doesn't get any more close or any more dear to our hearts than breaking records, right? I mean, that's what all sports junkies want to see. That's what all sports fanatics want to see. They want to tune into some shit and see history, and they want to get all the feelings of just emotion and victory. And that is exactly what's going on right now with Albert fucking Pujols. I mean, God damn. I, I, okay, so <laughs> Albert Pujols. Bro. <laughs> since august 14th and this today's august 23rd by the way so since august 14th nine days ago he's hit six home runs and he's at 693 career home runs um and how many does a rod have 713 or no a rod has six six ninety six okay so he could for sure pass up a rod like the over under for the year on dress is what uh, the over-under of the year was 699.5. You needed that hook. Um, and I think it's plus 900 right now that I saw if he's if he hits the over, meaning he has to hit, just get the 700 and that bet wins. Uh, at 8-1 odds, Flores, are you taking that bet? Come on, big boy. Show me the money. You mean am I dropping 800 to win? No, 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 no. It's plus 8. It's 8-1 it's odds. Oh, so you're getting eight. You're getting eight back. Yeah. If he gets to seven hundred, correct. This season is that the point? This or season. This regular, season. regular season. Regular season. Not not playoffs. It has to be in the regular season. I mean, why not? He's all roided up right now on this little bench. <laughs> on this little bench, he's going. Why not ride that on? He's not roided. You think he's on roids, Flores? I don't know. I saw like IndieWire.com or say something or something online today, so I don't know. IndieWire is fucking trash. The weekend starts on Wednesdays. Come through, and that shit is not roided. All right. Hey, well, not roided. 
Jimmy with the stats came in and said that was totally false. Andy Wire did not post anything like that. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. is like home run. If you did 700 home runs or not, I mean, right now he's got 14 home runs on the season. He's not even playing every day. And he's batting 277. So, like, he's hitting for average, too. So, he's actually been a healthy addition to the St. Louis Cardinals, um, you know, roster. And they're in first place right now. So, I mean, is he going to hit? Yeah, but I was going to say the real question I have, let's say if he doesn't hit it, does he come back just to hit the 700s? Pat, do you think if you were hit in his shoes and you're at 698, let's say, you coming back next year and just belting just three home runs for the 700 or two home runs? Absolutely. Or, or what if he gets to 701, he retires, and then they discount two of the home runs because something happens, and he has to come back three years later like Bernie Mac did in Mr. 3000. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, uh, I think I've seen that movie before. I don't remember it. Nah, bro. I mean, the thing is, is that you you play until the gas runs out, and he's gonna end the season. Hopefully, he hits seven hundred. Uh, and if he wants to come back for, because I heard Chris Rose say this on the Rose Rotation. I've been watching a lot of the Rose Rotation on YouTube. He has his own channel for those of, for those baseball heads that want nothing but MLB content. Rose Rotation is a great YouTube channel, and he even said like he can even come back in April and May of next year because um, he'll be rested he'll be rejuvenated and before the dog days of summer kick in he can hit a few more home runs in april and may you know and kind of like phase out of the royals and then maybe come back towards the end of the season for like a curtain call farewell look i think i think if he has it in him which i think he does you know he could play he could be at dh anywhere next year that you know clearly it's that those rules are changed so it's his benefit i think he can go for 715 personally I mean, what's another fourteen more come next season, right? If he if he gets to the seven hundred plateau prior to that, but I'm with you, Pat. I, I would I would coming back just to make sure that I hit over seven hundred. Flores, if you're him, are you coming back to hit seven seven oh one at least? You got to get there. I mean, even if you just like it's a long ass season. Don't get me wrong. And if you hit one in like your first month and you're there, it's probably gonna drag on. But you might as well just add to your tally at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I'm I'm. It's great. Like I, I love it. I'm happy that Theo Albert is uh, producing at a high level right now. So that that's my hero for the for the week. Um, Andres, let's keep it with you. Let's keep it with baseball. Um, do you yeah. have a hero or a headline? Yeah, my hero is my fantasy baseball team. <laughs> they're, they're, the name of the team is Rally Lobster uh, because of the season stuff. So um, look, the reason why they're my my hero is because I was going on a cruise. Uh, from Friday to sun till Monday morning, I had no internet access. Uh, I wasted all my money at the tables, so I wasn't going to need it. I was like, my, my team is set. We're scheduled. We're, re- we're ready for it. Uh, unbeknownst to me, again, I, I'm going in there blind. I'm playing against, you know, Pedro, unfortunately, a guy that loves to rub me, you know, get my uh, be a shock jock and, and get boil my skin and rile me up a little bit. So I needed to beat him. I also needed to win because, Pat, as you saw, my start of the season, it was tr- horrendous. But I have, actually have a small window of opportunity to make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> making the playoffs. I'm not making the playoffs, but I got to think positively. Uh, considering I started the season 0-6, and, and I'm going to finish 9-10, and it's uh, pretty solid. But, look, all I know is going into Sunday, I had a quick stop in Mexico and Ensenada. I was able to turn my phone Take a look and see what was going on. 
I didn't realize that T1 fucking Walker was not playing again. I can't drop a certain player. There are two games on uh, that were delayed, or actually weren't even playing because of the rain, the, the Indians. So I had two of my players. I didn't know what was going on. I was, I think, down by five points, four is going into Sunday night's game. And all I was like, please just let me win. I didn't even know what happened. Come Monday morning when I got back to Long Beach, I saw that I beat Pedro. And by a couple points, so to me, because I did absolutely nothing to, to, to make the changes that were crucial, like sit out players or, or bench or get rid of them, whatever, my team came through and I ended up getting the victory. So the Riley Lobster team came through for me, Flores, got me the W, kept the winning streak alive, and gave me a little window, but I'm not going to make the playoffs. But just give me that hope a little bit, fighting, fighting in the dog days of summer. So this whole thing resulted in you still not making the playoffs. It didn't get no. you in a position for that. Then what no, they the got me in a position. Is, I'm just not going to make it because I need them to go off like 600 then points. what the fuck is the point, dude? You, you sound like Pat Beverly celebrating his fucking <laughs> first-round playoff win in the right, right. championship or something. Let, uh, me, look, better let, me per, let me provide some context here. All right, so – this fantasy baseball league, we've been doing it since 2014. And this is the first time ever where everybody voted. The person that comes in dead last has to pay the fees for the winner next year, right? So whoever wins next year, whoever wins this year, gets their fees paid by the person who gets last place this year. And for the first six weeks, everybody was laughing at Andres because they were like, oh, Andres is going to be the first one ever to pay someone's fees, blah, 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 blah. And Andres said, fuck you guys. I'm going to rise from the bottom. And this is actually kind of when the Rally Lobster kicked in. And he changed his name to Rally Lobster. And ever since that point, he has started rising and rising and rising. So he will not be in last place. So for him to come from last to just outside of playoff position relieves him of of paying someone's fees, which is the real celebration here. Because, you know, that's like Flores, if Pat, for whatever reason, wins a lot of sense. Yeah, if Pat were to even win this league again for like the seventeenth time in its existence, I would be so upset that I would have to pay it, and you would never let it down. So I'm just glad that the inaugural season, when this rule is implemented, I don't have to pay shit come next season. So I'm just glad it's going to be either one of the Forrester brothers or maybe fucking Ramon. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm not in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, and then the only way he, the only way Andres will make the playoffs is if he wins this week. And he outscores like three other dudes by like 300 points, which is mathematically impossible. But major congratulations to you, Andres, for escaping the um, fees. And, and and I'll tell you something, um, just going off of, you know, what you're going on uh, through right now, Andres, I'm just going to hijack your uh, hero and headline and go straight into mine. You know what I mean? Just going off of what you're going off right now. They say it's mathematically impossible and people... Everybody, the announcers, Joe Rogan, Daniel Cormier, were saying it's mathematically impossible for this guy, Leon Edwards, with one minute left in the fight, to do anything. He is mathematically eliminated. Now he is just surviving. And then he kicked the shit out of Camaro Usman's face and knocked him the fuck out, like Joe Rogan said, into the shadow realms. And you can still do that, Andres. You can still pull a Leon Edwards in that in that league. I don't know, but Leon Edwards is easily my highlight, my hero, everything of the weekend. 
my God, this is, I lost so much money on that because I had Camaro Usman in three different parlays that were about to just pay out fat. One was a five fighter parlay, all of them checked off. And the one that you're most secure about is Camaro Usman. And I said that, I literally said that to a friend. I am 100% confident in Camaro Usman. And that's why I'm so happy that I lost that money because that's what I tell people all the time. When you bet on these favorites and they actually lose, it's shocking. It's world-changing. This is a crazier defeat than when Trump beat Hillary a few years ago. Like, these (laughs) things are just life-changing, history-changing you I think the presidency is a much more. That's four years compared to one night. Let's not let's not get our. Okay, so it's one night a surprise victory, but this dude just knocked out the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. It's not like this is just another champion. This is the guy going for Anderson Silva's record of fifteen straight. Uh, uh, victories to start his UFC career, I think, is what it was, and suffered his first loss. This was just on another level of it just happening with one minute left. It was incredible. Shout out to uh, Alexander Usyk this weekend, too, beating Anthony Joshua. If you guys haven't seen that, watch what happens after the fight when Anthony Joshua just loses his cool. He can't take not being the main character, and he just goes into the ring and acts like a little baby. They try to take something away from him, and he goes, stop, I'm talking here. So it's just, if you guys go check that out, that's probably the highlight of the fight. Shout out to Usyk for, you know, barely pulling it out. There's talks of maybe him fighting Fury now that it's locked in is what I'm hearing from uh, from Frank Warren. That is Fury's promoter. So we'll see what happens there. But again, as great of a victory as that was and as great as all my parlay victories were, the highlight of the weekend was Leon Edwards knocking the fuck out of Camaro Usman, the number one fighter in the world, pound for pound. That means a lot, dude. That is crazy. Okay, so fresh in my mind, fresh in my mind is the um, man in the arena that I've been watching on ES that I f- finished watching, and it, it sounds like the Edwards defeating Usman is very comparable to the Patriots beating the greatest show on turf in the Super Bowl by a field goal at the very end, and the New York Giants beating the undefeated New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, right? Okay, let me cut you off there because this is something that I thought about this week. And no, it is nothing like that. Uh, It is nothing like that. And let me tell you why. Because there is no other sport like combat sports where you can be losing for 99.9% of the time and you are losing 24 minutes of 25 minutes of action and then you just lose like that. That doesn't happen in any other sport. In basketball, you have to overcome that huge margin. In football, the same thing. Baseball, you have to overcome those runs. Those games, they had to overcome it. They were Mm -hmm. neck and neck throughout the game. It was close. No, Leon Edwards was getting crushed. They were talking about how he's just dejected in the corner. They were asking him, do you even want to continue after the fourth round? This was his corner man telling him, you're embarrassing yourself out there like he stood zero chance and there is no other sport 
un, it's only combat sports. It's boxing. It's UFC that gives you that emotion, and and that's why it's nothing like that, Pat. My bad. No, no, no. It's fine. Because then I just remember last week I was asking you. I was like, okay, well, Usman's such a heavy favorite. Like, how would you, like why do people pay for why, why do they set those fights up? And that's why they do it, dude. For moments like that, like it's just. It's the craziest knockout I've ever seen in the UFC. Uh, you know, Aldo getting knocked out by uh, McGregor in 13 seconds is right there. But what was on the line, which is him about to lose and doing that, incredible. How many rounds did you go, Andres, on your cruise? <laughs> uh, all I know is I got very little sleep. So minimum, I think, per <laughs> night was like three hours rest. So I don't know how many rounds... Uh, I know of the drinking card, though, of the drinking card, I will tell you, because I bought the package, it was 15 drinks per day, Jeez. per day, for, th for three days, for three days. Uh, of the 15, between two people, there was a total of 90, so 45. Out of my 45 cards, I finished 35 out of the 45. There was 10 missing. Actually, there was 10 between the two of us, so I drank 40 out of the 45 cards. There you go. My card, my there drink. you go. So I did some damage. You could have anything for us, beer, whiskey, wine, didn't matter, all the top shelf shit, all the sugary drinks. The first time I got fucked up, but thankfully the edibles saved me, which I would have been, I don't even know. So this is, this is, you said a cruise, right? Yeah, a booze okay. cruise. So, that's another. so you're, okay, you're out on the ocean for a majority of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I am so scared to do all of that because I feel I'm going to get dizzy. How do, how do you, is, is it just nothing? Like I don't, just, I, I've, I've been very fortunate and like, you know, I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but I've been on multiple cruises as the first time to Ensenada. I don't feel that way. I don't. Oh, you, have, you have the nautical. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Why? I mean, you'll be all right. Just no, that's, that's what scares me because this is like, why even drink? Because you're going to end up fucking just throwing it all you up. Just gotta know, you just got to know yourself. That's all you got to know yourself. Just they're, big, they're big ass boats though, too. Dude, it's, it's, it's one of the most amazing things. Just like your knockout in the 90th, 99th minute of something that's going to be dead for. It always amazes me that something so big and so ridiculous is just floating on water and like we're traveling on it. That's the thing I'm like, damn. These, these, these cruise ships make the Titanic look like a little toddler's shoes. Oh, yeah, mine, dude. It's and Florida, every, there's everything that you can do on there. Literally, there's a comedy club, there's a nightclub, there's a basketball court, there's fucking shuffleboard, there's a mini golf like arena. You have fucking oh, Shaq's, uh, Mr. Big Chicken, whatever the whatever his restaurant, his chicken restaurants on the boat too. Like you got options, my man. You got a lot <laughs> of things going on in that bad motherfucker. <laughs> but the best show was behind that door, right? That was oh, not even on the balcony on the balcony a little freak about to get arrested international dude whipping it out yeah. on, the, on the deck all right so albert pujols andres's fantasy baseball team and leon edwards <laughs> are the, these are the heroes uh for this week's show if you enjoy listening to the show please subscribe to us on instagram and facebook just search Weekend Starts on Wednesday. You can keep up with all of our stories, all of our posts, and all of our predictions. Again, to keep up with all of our action and entertainment, Weekend Starts on Wednesday. The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. 
And as promised, we are dedicated to covering all the best sporting events taking place from Wednesday to Sunday. So this week, we get right into it. Andres's favorite time of year, beginning to late August, I guess the whole month of August, if you look at the calendar, is the Little League World Series. And it's starting to heat up. So Andres, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, it is Chinese Taipei versus Mexico. Uh, I believe the winner of this matchup advances to the international championship. Is that correct? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm basing off of you. Um, I was going to say, is this, is this the, the last of the double, double elimination game? Okay. Is that what it is? Let me, let me rewind. Um, I asked you, but I actually know the answer. So the winners of these games go on to the, their international championship. So Asia Pacific plays Mexico. The winner of that goes to the international championship to face the winner of Caribbean versus Latin America, which, which is, is Curacao versus Nicaragua, baby, still in the mix. Okay, so it could be Curacao versus China. Okay, there's a lot of possibilities. So yeah. then it's the Southeast region taking yeah. on the West region tomorrow at noon. Is that Tennessee versus Utah or Hawaii? It's Hawaii, right? No, look, look, the Hawaii team to me is the best team in the in this whole uh, Little League World Series. There is nobody. They've already mer- done somebody with a mercy rule. They're just big kids. They got big bats and really good pitching with a lot of breaking balls that I saw. Uh, that's a team that, as always, for whatever reason, Pat, maybe because of the weather and the, and the year-long thing, but usually, like, you know, 65 percent of the time 70 percent of the time a west team some a team from the u.s from the west side whether it's hawaii california arizona they're going to get to the finals i'm sticking with hawaii on this one the mexico chinese taipei game that game is going to probably be the most interesting one of the day uh reason being they're both really solid teams i'm gonna go with the mexico team as always pat got to represent mm-hmm. uh you know everything breaks down in china pretty fucking quickly so i'm not going with anything made in china uh, I'm getting a Mexican, not a Mexican. And then on top of that, Flores, that Nicaragua Curacao, baby. That was the first game that we talked about when this whole thing started. And I ended up taking Curacao, the team that beat Cuba, that beat Cuba. So to me, the fact that this team beat Cuba, they're going to beat Nicaragua once again to get into the international finals. Are, are you going with the, the Nicaraguans this, this time around? Well, all right. So you you're picking Hawaii to win it all. Is that what you're saying? Because I say we I'm saying Hawaii is gonna win. One team, pick one team to win it all. My team. I'm riding with Nicaragua. I don't give a fuck. Shout right. out to little Nicaraguan kids. I'm gonna <laughs> go with I'm gonna go with the, with the Hawaii team to win it all. Yeah, that's, you, my, yeah, that's, my bold, that's my that's my bold prediction. That's, that's gonna be my bold prediction. That's what I'm saying. If any of us hit this, it'll be bold prediction. Pat, who yes. you got? Okay, so hold on. Andres is going with Hawaii. And Flores is going with Nicaragua. And me, I'm going to go with... Tennessee. I already know. Say it, Pat. Say Tennessee, because I know you believe in him. Which, by the way, I didn't know that this is the same Tennessee team from last year. So these guys have experience. They're literally, they've gone back to the Little League World Series back-to-back years. (sighs) Okay. I mean, yeah, definitely... But is the kid that hit his head? Is there is Utah still in it? No, they're they're gone. 
I think they're out of the tournament. No, they're out of the tournament. Which team is representing the Southwest region? think there is one no they're, they're southwest region is definitely in but i, I mean my heart wants mexico I, my heart wants to say mexico but at the end of the day i'm definitely taking tennessee the um southeast representative so hey it might be hawaii that's the southwest. no there's a southwest it's a texas i think it's Carolyn, texas oh that's right um, it is a texas team it is a texas yeah. team okay so yeah i'm locking my bet in at tennessee so with the first mention of bull predictions each bull prediction is worth seven points the first to 21 collects beer from the losers um my bull, my score is 14 points champagne chauncey's at seven on dress and floors are at zero. So good luck to you gentlemen. Let's see what happens. The games tomorrow are at 10 a.m., 12 p.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. So literally all day Wednesday, we can get the weekend started. Now let's shoot it over to you, Andres, because Thursday entertainment is NFL preseason football. Now I believe this is the last week of preseason football and i am certain that the 49ers announced recently that trey lance was going to be the starter for the season over jimmy garoppolo so i'm lucky enough to have flores and andres with me who are huge 49ers fans so let's start with you andres trey lance what is your expectation of him uh, you know i i think he's gonna do well i really do i think he's doing extremely well um He's gonna, I'd like to see him continue to be that dual threat quarterback and give him the option to run if he wants to run. Uh, let him just do what he needs, feeling comfortable in the pocket. Uh, they just look good. I haven't really watched a lot of preseason games because I don't think it really matters. It's just really when the season starts. I'm a little more concerned of what Shanahan is going to give him and offensive calls. I think he might take the ball away from him. Uh, more so, may not trust him. Uh, that's just my th thing on it. Flores, do you think that Shanahan is going to say, hey, here you are, run with it, or am I going to be making calls and just holding you back just a little bit? I mean, you obviously have to have a balance at first, but I think that's why he wanted to get somebody with a bigger skill set than what Jimmy G had so he could just turn him loose, a la Kyler Murray, go make some plays, do whatever you got to do. Uh, I know him and McVay and Kingsbury, all kind of Queensbury, Kingsbury, all kind of have, you know, the same little type of schemes and, and way that they operate. So I just, I, I feel that that's why he wanted to get a Trey Lance to turn them loose. And I'm super excited about the season because of all the weapons that they've accumulated because of, you know, the old line, they got the top old linemen, honestly, in the league. Let's be real. So, you know, shout out Trent Williams. The whole squad is just geeked out from north to south, from east to west. And Shanahan, I am never worried about. That's one of the top coaches. So let's just see what Lance does. If Lance is like Pro Bowl fringe worthy, we might make it to the fucking Super Bowl. Look, I hear you. Do you think Flores, let's just get another way, preseason, uh, before the season even starts, over under nine and a half wins for the total for the total for the Niners this year? Uh, I'd, I'd say over just because, again, the extra game, all that stuff. And I don't know, there's a lot of ifs with the Seahawks and even the Cardinals. I know a lot of people are writing them, but 
don't know. Yeah, and think, and I, the Niners always dominate the Rams, so you expect at least one of those to be a victory from them. Yeah, I I expect this team to at least win uh, no more than or no less than eleven games. Honestly, eleven. That's that's my prediction on it, and get us the playoff spot. And I think you're right, Flores. I think if if we're rolling and every you know everything's on that steam engine train and just flowing naturally, I think we have a really good shot to get to the Super Bowl. I would love nothing more. I think we have the weapon in uh, Trey Lance. I'm glad that, that he's finally getting a shot. He should have got it last year, but that's just me. I'm glad I picked him up late round in my fantasy draft. I may not use him, but maybe for trade bait later on. But at least I have a really good backup quarterback. So let's. Go. Yeah, so that that's Thursday's entertainment, 5.15 p.m. The 49ers are in Houston taking on the Texans. And as well on Thursday at 5 p.m., the Packers are taking on the Chiefs. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers' team versus Patrick Mahomes' team. They're obviously not going to be playing on Thursday. But that is the football entertainment for Thursday. Now, moving along to Friday, we have to go back to the Little League World Series because the games are like I said, like like we said, the games are on Wednesday and then the championship matchups start on Thursday. Friday is an off day for competition, except it's a little league home run derby. Um, and it starts at four o'clock Pacific time on ESPN. So Andres, has this ever happened before in the little league? Have we ever seen one? Uh, I think, I think they've done it in the last couple years. Um, I don't think it's something new. I don't think it's the inaugural season of this happening. Um, I don't think that the teams that are in going to the finals are allowing their players to play, which makes sense because you don't want them to get tired out. So it's going to be, you know, the teams that have already been eliminated. I'm curious to see who's going to be the hot prospect to see in the sense of like, who's got the strongest bat and who's going to be knocked up. <laughs> well, I want to hear the hot prospect in like I, 10 years. Well, you never know. Well, you never know. Bryce Harper was fucking, you know, uh, the number one pick for, since he was like 12 years old out of coming out of Vegas. You just never know, Flores. These are the, these are the bright kids of the future. Think of the future. Right? There's going to be one entertaining. They're going to be most entertaining you when you're in your 60s, bro. So get <laughs> the names now, old man. Hey, more important question. More important question. Have you guys ever had the pleasure and felt just the utmost, you know, pleasure is the best word for me, of hitting a home run and, and, and walking around the bases? Because I never did. Never. I've never had that. Yeah, I've, I've never had that feeling. Never. It's like, um, I thought one day I would dunk. That's probably not going to happen, too. You know, probably never going to hit a home run. Those are just things that... <laughs> so, truth be told, I have technically hit a home run. Uh, where I went over the fence because, but it was actually a double. But for whatever reason, the umpire couldn't see it in the sun, so when it bounced and went over, and he clearly thought it was just a home run shot. So I was awarded that. But I have done an inside the park home run in softball, right, Pat? I don't remember that. I do. The one we're <laughs> done with Brachia, we're fucking down two, uh, and we tied it up. That counts for nothing. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Enterprise softball team? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're gonna make sure that you dunk we're gonna use your trampoline we're gonna rent out the crypto.com arena and make you just jump no like a it's gonna be busy monster jam's gonna be there shout out monster jam that's, that's <laughs> also friday. friday that's also friday uh monster monster truck uh monster jam friday at 7 30 i think it is um uh, that's pretty cool something different but um the friday entertainment that flores wanted to talk about was 
uh, the 4 p.m. game on Friday, NFL, the Bills versus the Panthers. Uh, Baker Mayfield was named the starter uh, for North for Carolina. So what's going on over there for us? What are your thoughts? That that was mainly, I mean, I'm honestly assuming everybody expected that, you know what I mean? But that, that was mainly one of the bigger storylines of this preseason is what's going to happen with good old Sammy boy, uh, you know, the former Trojan and what's going to happen with Baker there. It was, it seemed like, you know, you don't bring somebody in if you believe in Sam Darnold and Darnold is still seeing ghosts, it seems. But I don't know if that guy's career is done at this point, if he's just going to be a forever backup. Um, it, it it sucks because as bad as his career has turned out, it still turned out way better than UCLA's Josh Rosen. And I always compare the two. But anyway, anyway, Baker Mayfield, I don't even know if he'll play, but he is the starter now, and that's the only news that matters in this game. Figured might as well watch some football. I, yeah, I mean, he is the starter, but for some reason, I don't feel like his job is secure all season. So, like, I'm still not touching him in a fantasy football draft. No, I think uh, I think I think Darnold will get the start come like week five, week four. Uh, he's just got the better arm. He's got the youth behind him. Bakers, we don't know how that injury is with his uh, torn labrum uh, in the shoulder. So. I don't know. He plus he likes to run and get hit, which is not a bad thing. But with Carolina's offense, and who knows what's going to happen with McCaffrey if he's going to be back healthy, they just need somebody to really just fucking hand off the ball to McCaffrey and do a little five and outs to whomever whomever he's got. That's all. He's not going to be throwing bombs. Uh, but we'll see. Who knows, Pat? I would stay away from drafting him if who's ever haven't, hasn't done a draft yet. So let's keep it with you, Andres. Um, LAFC update. Can we get an LAFC update from you? Um, I know you said the season is winding down. LAFC does have a game um, this Friday night in Austin, Texas, taking on Austin Football Club. That game's at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and it is on ESPN, so everybody will be able to watch it. Mainly, most likely, my Friday night entertainment, I'm probably going to be watching this soccer game more than anything else. Um, so w- what are the key things that our listeners would need to know about LEFC going into the end of the season? Well, I mean, they got a total of, let's see, two, six, eight games coming down. You got eight games coming down right now. They just recently snapped their uh, winning streak to a very lowly San Jose team uh, that's not supposed to happen. So they got to clean up on that aspect. They're still number one, Pat. They're still riding the table at one. Um, but, you know, they got to they gotta separate themselves. They, they're how many points away right now? I think they're uh, – I know they have four more victories more than Austin. So it's a big matchup Friday. They got to just keep that separation, make sure they don't go on a fucking tumultuous losing streak, which I don't think they will. Uh, they'll probably win the President's Shield. Or, um, and then – but, again, I think they're on point and on top to score over 100 points, no, 50, how many, 56? So, yeah, I think they're able to like score like 70 points mm-hmm. uh, in the table. Uh, I think they're on, the, on record to break the record for most wins in a season and with points. It's all fine and dandy for the Community Shield, but who gives a flying fuck, Pat? Get the number one seed, get all your players ready. You want the cup because at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything if you don't win the championship yep. with what with the kind of season that these guys are having. They had all the players. They just got to bounce back on on Friday. Uh, and 
and just handle business against Austin. That's and, really what it is. And these are the top two soccer teams in yeah. the Western Conference. Yeah. So it's going to be yeah. good entertainment. Um, I know the MLS is not as popular as the NFL or the NBA or any other professional um, sports it's, league. It, it'll get there in the next couple of years because they're going to bring in all the – I like to call it as the retirement league. They're going to bring out all the stars like Ronaldo will probably be here. Messi will probably come here. So down the line, this is just the retirement league. Everybody wants to be in the U.S., so you'll get – You'll get the name and recognition later on. And this is for... Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if they're going to end up coming here, those two names. Yeah, did you say Messi you and Ronaldo? Yeah. I think there's always been a rumor about Messi coming down, and he says that he wants to. Man, which one of you guys has the buzzer going off, by the way? That's, my, that's me, sorry. That's Andres' <laughs> phone. It keeps buzzing. I know. I heard it last week, too. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Sorry, guys. I, I muted it just for us. Anyway... Uh, but look, Pat, at the end of the day, they're just going to win. They, it was an ugly loss to San Jose. They should never have lost. Um, I just, again, they got to figure it out. Are they going to start Bale? Is Bale or is he only going to be coming off the bench? Is Chilini going to be starting? You know what I mean? They got pieces they got to figure out uh, and make it official before playoffs. Well, let's go black and gold. Um, now, that's Friday's entertainment. That wraps it up. The home run derby for the Little League World Series. And then LEFC as well as some preseason football. Speaking of football, we have week zero kicking off. Now, for those of you who do not know what week zero is, welcome to college football junkie world. Um, the college football junkie games was mainly the whole reason why we got the name The Weekend Starts on Wednesday because college football, when the season is in full swing, they have – junkie football games on Wednesdays. So this Saturday is a bunch of teams that you will probably not hear much about as the season progresses. So this Saturday, the stage is theirs. And I'm talking floors. Nebraska versus Northwestern kicks it off at 9 a.m. on Fox. So that's actually two teams that a lot of people know, um, you know, some good stuff about. Then you have Wyoming taking on Illinois at 1 p.m., Moving along to 515, Florida A&M, North Carolina Tar Heels, 7 p.m., Nevada versus New Mexico State, 7.30 p.m., Vanderbilt versus Hawaii, and there's a few other games in there that I haven't even mentioned, but basically the action starts at 9 a.m. and it ends 10.30 on Saturday night. I'm excited. College football is back. We are a couple weeks away from the NFL, but this kicks off all the football action. So let's shoot it over to you, Andres. Um, and I don't know if you got a chance to look at some of the spreads, um, Flores, but what what are your uh, bets, you guys? Like, what is everybody thinking if you were to play some bets? I'm going for sure. Uh, Nebraska giving up the points minus 13. They got to win by 14 or more. They're gonna beat up on Northwestern. This game is this game is in Dublin, guys. This game is in Ireland. Very excited for that. Wait, uh, what? Yes, the game is, in, is game is in Ireland. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. They're always yeah. I mean, big. By the way, they're probably doing it for the Northwestern fans, considering it's Chicago. So you got a lot of Irish. So it's probably gonna be the uh, you know. I don't know. Nebraska travels well. They might love it because they're used to having potatoes in the cornfield. So in Nebraska, the Huskers. So who knows? All I know is, give me the minus the thirteen. This is not gonna. This is gonna be a blowout. Over under is forty nine and a half because Northwestern loves to run the ball. They're not. They don't have a passing. I'm going with Nebraska. Frost is finally coming back in his you know second third year. He's finally getting his own recruits now. 
This is a Nebraska team that the last two years have all the power in the world, a good quarterback, and have shown up, come up empty with Rudy Martinez at quarterback. Uh, so a lot of hot air the last couple of years. I think that's going to change. So I'm taking that Nebraska minus a 13. Um, what was the other game, Pat, that I saw? Whoa. Oh, yeah, the Illinois game against Wyoming, too. I think that looks nice at minus 11. Uh, Illinois, give me give me the minus 11. And then the late night game, I'm taking Hawaii plus the eight. The disrespect to my Wyoming Cowboys. Let me just say something right now about the Mountain West Conference. The Mountain West Conference is the fabric to junkie college football. These games go into 10, 30, 11 p.m. And my Wyoming Cowboys always get eight, nine wins a season. And I don't care who they play. They will cover that 11. I know that. Illinois is not, I mean, come on. Like, they low-key suck, you know. So the Wyoming Cowboys, to be fav- to, to be down minus 11 before the game starts, I think Wyoming covers. That's my... You know, that's my pick. And then the disrespect, Utah State hosting UConn on Fox Sports 1 at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Utah State minus 27. Do you really think the UConn Huskies are going to lose by 28 or more? Come on. That's... Yes. Yes. 1,000%. These guys are the these guys are one of the worst programs football ever pat year in year out these guys are born losers if they was on a basketball hard for come march i'd be speaking kind of fucking praise all day every day but in football they're awful i hear you pat maybe they cover on the back door at the last second when the game's already getting blown out they still cover that but it's going to be a blowout you're just hoping for a backdoor cover flores loves the backdoor cover loves every backdoor possible <laughs> isn't that right flores <laughs> i'm tripping out on how much love Hawaii is going to, you know, be getting right now when they're never mentioned in the sports landscape. They don't have any pro teams, but yet we're seeing Hawaii highlight, you know, the whole Saturday because they are on right when it matters here in the West Coast uh, Saturday yep. night. So shout out to Hawaii in Little League and in college football. That's my biggest takeaway because let's be real, all those games fucking suck. Let's be real. Do you no, they do. The they do. Of, like of Jimmy Chang. Do you remember the days of Jimmy, Jimmy Chang and uh, and Cole Brennan back in the day for a wife slinging it? I love their offense. Those guys don't give a flying fuck. They can score. There'll be a rat race and see who's got first hundred. Hey, well, I think real talk. Like, I think honestly, I think Hawaii beats Vanderbilt. Honestly. Well, that's what I was about to say. Vanderbilt minus eight in Hawaii. I think that's way too many points. Yeah, I think that's way too many points. Uh, look, Vanderbilt, if this was a, a debate in college, it's a different story, but this is on the gridiron. You got the big Hawaiians, all the big Samoans. Those motherfuckers will be running over all the white guys and, and all the you know the smart white guys over there because they're just puny in Vanderbilt. This, this is a team that has to deal with the SEC every year. You know they don't have the good recruits, but you know they got all the Samoans in Hawaii. They ain't going nowhere. No one wants to leave the island for, for football. And it's like a 10-hour mm-hmm. flight? And, and the win. And it's like a 10-hour flight, but, I mean, that's that's the entertainment. I mean, we can't really tell you anything about these teams too much because the season is just about to start. But uh, it's going to be good. A lot of action from morning to night. Uh, then Sunday is the WNBA um, scoreboard looking like the Aces are going to host game one. The Las Vegas Aces, the top overall seed, 
head coach Becky Hammond from San Antonio Spurs took over, has them in top prime position, and they're hosting Seattle, uh, Brianna Storm and Sue Bird. Uh, and, you know, these playoffs have been pretty good. So this is awesome to see that this is going to be starting off the semifinals start off at 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. So I don't know if you guys caught any of the round one action. I mean, round one still going on tonight um, and tomorrow for the WNBA, but round two starts on Sunday. So have you caught any of it, Flores? Uh, I've been following along to a lot of the scores just to see what happens with like Sue Bird, for example. It's one that we talked about last week, and you know she's starting her series. Uh, I think the heavily favored aces, they're just kind of the juggernaut. So we'll see how she fares against them in her last playoff run. And again, these are the semifinals, the conference finals already. So whoever wins these upcoming series, if Sabrina Ionescu, I don't know if she won today or not, if she pulled out that game three, then all of a sudden, and now you're just one series away from being in the finals. So we'll see what happens. And it's good to fall. I love these just names throughout the WNBA. All these teams just have names on them. Like I said, Sue Bird, Sabrina Ionescu, who's kind of, you know, she hasn't lived up to the super hype that she's had, but she possibly can this year winning it all. Um, you know, I, I don't know if she if they knocked off the defending champs, Candace Parker, and all they that lost. stuff. But they lost. Okay, so, so <laughs> Candace Parker, Candace Parker now gets to see if she can repeat. She's a big name too. So that's what I love about the WNBA. That they definitely have faces and name brands on the teams. Yeah, and then the Aces have Aja Wilson, Olympic gold medalist. Like. Uh, you know, the WNBA is great right now, and this is the time to watch. So very similar to what I was saying about the MLS. Like, if you haven't watched any of the MLS this season, Friday's a great time. It's LAFC versus Austin Football Club, the top two teams in the West. If you haven't paid attention to any of the WNBA, this Sunday is the perfect time because round two of the playoffs start at 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific time. And we do have to kind of hurry through Sunday night baseball, Andres. So can we get the music? So it's the Braves and the Cardinals. It's the Braves and the Cardinals, 4 p.m. first pitch. Um, the Braves, obviously, defending World Series champions. They have the wild card spot, St. Louis Cardinals. We just spoke about them. Um, they are in first place in the NL Central. The player to watch is Albert Pujols. But, Andres, the other player to watch for St. Louis is Adam Wainwright. He has had a great resurrection the last two years. Um, what are you, what are you doing on Sunday night? Are you going to place any bets on this game? No, um, I will be watching the game rooting for Gil Albert, uh, hopefully get one on Sunday night. The team stack, man, don't forget. They have Arenado, they have Goldschmidt. They they got a solid team with Wainwright, the veteran and that winning, we said a couple weeks ago, the winning percentage that him and Molina have together. You're going to watch good baseball, right? This is the time now where baseball is coming down to the wire and you're going to see who's going to separate from the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? To the top, I should say. We saw the Yankees having a complete meltdown the whole month of August, the worst team in baseball. So maybe the Cardinals are using that for fuel. It's not a team that I want to see in the playoffs as a Dodger fan. We've talked about it before. I'll say it again. It ain't something that, a team that I want to see because they always, that organization is one that always gets our numbers. And Adam Wainwright is probably going to deal on Sunday. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets at least seven Ks or more, especially in his, in his older 
age of his career. All right. So I want to ask you, Flores, rapid fire. Um, who would you rather have on your team? Would you rather have Austin Riley in third base or Nolan Arenado? Damn. I'm just going to go Arenado just off the respect, bro. Like the other dude is a fringe all-star that Andres was crying about. And that other dude, Arenado, is just an established fucking star. <laughs> okay. So for the Braves, would you rather have Matt Olson or Paul Goldschmidt for the Cardinals? Isn't Goldie like the best hitter in the National League? That's not even a question. <laughs> other, other than like, other than Freddie Freeman, other than Freddie Freeman, Goldschmidt is already—he's got Hall of Fame numbers from a shitty team that he didn't even smell the playoffs when he was in Arizona. Still hitting dingers like there's nobody's business. I know. And defensively, the guy's a stud too. And I and had, he's a stud. and I had a chance to keep him as my keeper, but I ended up keeping Mookie Betts and Corbin Burns. And imagine if I had Mookie Betts and Goldschmidt. And I ended up with Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso. So those are the games. That is the entertainment for the weekend. The weekend starts on Wednesday. And uh, this weekend, it starts with Little League World Series. And it ends Sunday night with the Cardinals hosting the Braves. We have one more segment coming up. It is the scumbag of the night. And we will do that just after this. Absolutely not, Flores. You're smoking fucking crack, dude. (laughs) I don't know what you were smoking today, but that's just... <laughs> the scumbag of the night is the individual responsible for ruining your sports happiness. They could cost you a bet, cost you a victory in fantasy sports, or they can make the headlines for all the wrong reasons and piss you off completely. Tonight, we have a couple scumbags, and we're going to start off with you, Flores. You said yours was baseball-related. Take it away. I really quickly want to throw into Andres. Twins against the Astros right now, top of the ninth. Twins just scored another run, kicked the reliever out, and now they have two on, down by two. Just throwing that out there, since everybody in L.A., they're forever scumbag or the Houston Astros. Let's hope that the Twins come back on them uh, tonight. I... I I had a couple options. I could have gone with, we discussed some of the heavy favorites in the UFC, and I said to parlay them all. Romanov was one of them. Minus 800 fucking lost in the UFC this weekend. That that was a potential scumbag of mine. Another one that I talked to you guys about, the And One mixtape documentary now on Netflix after there was an End one mixtape documentary just two or three months ago on ESPN and all of these networks and media and streaming services doing documentaries and movies about the same topic, (laughs) just like the Lakers had uh, Showtime or whatever that is on uh, HBO Max. And now they have the actual documentary of what happened with the Lakers on Hulu that's being advertised. The Magic Johnson documentary too with the Lakers. It's just like, get some new subject matter out there that was another scumbag i could have gone with but my biggest scumbag i had a parlay going the second half of the parlay was for the fucking padres to smash on the nationals (laughs) and josh Hader had it handed to him to close the game out and he ended up losing 
against the motherfucking Nationals, losing his closing spot, losing all of his confidence. And that's the one thing that the Padres, I think, were banking on even more than Soto. And now that is just a shot asset that they have. And Hater just completely blew up my parlay. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that guy. Pat, what the fuck is going on with Josh Hader? I mean, he doesn't have a – I mean, how many pitches does he have? You know, that's the question I always ask when it comes to closers. Like, you saw it with Kenley Jansen. You're seeing it with Hader. Does he have two pitches or does he have three pitches? You know, you hear all the time. Oral Hershiser talks about all the time that you're, you're – you're a good pitcher when you have two pitches. You're a great pitcher when you have three, and you're untouchable when you have four. So it's like I've always known Hater to just be like fast, you know. I've I've always known him to be a fast pitcher, and when you're a team like the Nationals with literally nothing to lose, nothing to fight for anymore, you're just gonna be swinging. You're gonna be swinging, and they ended up getting to Hater. What other what other um, picks did you have on that parlay? The earlier one was the Braves pulling it out, so that was checked off. And it was a quick one. It was an easy one. I was like, all right. The, dude, the Padres were minus 415 going into that game. When the fuck do you ever see minus 400-something in the majors and in, in, in MLB? Like, it never happens. The worst you get is a minus 200. But I was just like, all right, this is as guaranteed as it fucking gets. And it was through about nine innings. But like Leon Edwards proved, that's why they play till the end. So um, who do you know who hit Hater? Do you know who hit it off a of Hater? Which Nationals player? No, I just woke up the next day to see that. So I have no idea about how it went down. And then I just saw how their um, Melvin, I think, is a Padres coach, relieving Josh Hader of his closing duties, throwing him in where he used to be as a setup guy and saying that he'll ultimately close games. But once your confidence is gone, dude, you're going to need at least an off season to get that right. And Especially in a new environment. You know, you're not used to like you were in Milwaukee. This is completely new. Everything. I don't know, dude. Oh shit. Bases loaded. Twins just got to walk. They're down 4-2. If you have MLB Network, I guess at this point tomorrow, people will just be watching the <laughs> Um. So, Andres, who is your scumbag? So, Flores scumbag ruined his parlay. Yep. Josh Hader. Love it. The best scumbag that I can think of right now. Who is yours? Well, as much as I had a great weekend on my trip, Fantasy Team 1, the whole nine yards. I have a scumbag, somebody that who started the season completely wrong for me. My favorite English Premier League. I even took the jersey with me on the boat. I probably shouldn't have. The Liverpool Reds. I was talking shit last week about Man United. It came back to haunt me. This weekend, Liverpool in three games to start the EPL are 0-2-1. They have two draws, one loss. They've given up five goals to their four goals scored. The difference is uh, minus one. And But more importantly, they're sitting in 16th place to start the year. It's not something you want to do. Uh, still better than Menu, but still, I don't really like it. Um, they've lost to Fulham, which they shouldn't have lost. They lost to Menu, who they shouldn't have lost. A lot of big problems on the back, on the back line right now. 
Van Dyke isn't playing properly. Um, I think obviously not having Sadio Mane is a problem. He's winning out in this trade bait, or, or sorry, not even trade bait, but this um, new signing that he refused to sign with us and decided to sign with Bayern Munich, and he is just having fun over there. So it's just all looking bad news bears, right? As you can hear, the people in the streets of LA hate it too. There's car alarms going off because they're upset. So that's what happens, Flores. You got freeway noises, car alarms. Somebody's probably stealing hearts and fucking catalytic converters. So, you know, it's just happening in the hood. I'm just saying it's just bad news bears. I'm upset about Liverpool. They got to get their heads out of their asses, Pat. I was very disappointed to see us not win a game yet. I didn't even say us because I like I own the team. But, but wait, my what, team that how, I like. How are they higher than? Man U, when Man U has three points off to win and they only have two off the draws. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke. I misspoke. No, they're, lower, they're I, lower than Man U. I wish I would have known what the line was going into the betting line was. I know soccer's a little weird because of the draws and all that shit, but I'm sure Liverpool was a huge favorite to pull it was like it, it was like the... It was like the Edwards fight. I think yeah, uh, no. Liverpool was like everybody would minus one Liverpool because Liverpool needed to bounce back too. They had had decently they had lost the ball two games. games. So yep. yeah, that's that that was an insane outcome, dude. Yep. My question to yep. you so guys. Those are my they ruined, ruined my happiness. What happened? Oh, and, and fuck Peacock for charging me five dollars to get premium to watch that shit. I refuse to do it. My bad, Pat. <laughs> I just want to say, speaking of scumbags, there's a there's a trend. There's something trending right now in the Midwest, and I'm only aware of this for two reasons. The lovely Diana sends me TikTok videos, and there was a slide in Michigan, I think it was in Detroit, that had to get shut down because people were going down it, and they were banging themselves and they were hurting themselves and this slide in Michigan had to get shut down because it was deemed unsafe. And you're talking like, if you look at the videos, like people are eating shit. And also in the Midwest, our friend Flores, we, we ran into him at the ping pong for purpose. David Basset went down the Milwaukee slide. <laughs> and my question is, first of all, if you don't know what happened, where have you been? Second of all, he had six cracked ribs and like a broken wrist, right? And he went down the Milwaukee slide and it picked up a lot of speed. And at the very end, he slams right into the wall and fucks up all his shit. So Andres, who, who did, did Milwaukee, is Milwaukee a scumbag? Did they know that this could happen prior to him taking off on the potato sack down the slide? Like, did they think this was going to be a result? No, I well, you're talking about the, the reporter. I don't think he was wearing a potato sack. He just went down the slide because it's a slide at the at the Brewer Stadium. I think it's his fault because I First don't know. All, if he, he, is, he looked all fucking David Basset, not the reporter. All right, David. Basset. Sorry, David Basset. Really nice Sorry. guy too. We talked to him. <laughs> I'm, sure that he's a, I'm sure he's a really nice guy. Sorry, I just went to, I just want to make sure with the story today. So David Basset, I think it's his fault because I don't think he, he's been on a slide or forgot what it's like to go down a slide because his feet wasn't out. He should that should his feet should be out the whole time in the sense of like coming down. And it should have been his feet hitting that that padded board, not his fucking like side and his wrist in an awkward position. That shit sucks. I hope he gets better, but <clears throat> I don't know if it's a slide being an issue because you don't see the mascot in Milwaukee. Uh, whatever the brewer's name, having any issues coming down that slide. So I think it's the user 
and not, you know, the system or the riot. You know what I mean? What, wait, what is the Brewers? Is it just like a beer? Like the, like, yeah. No, it's like, he's got a mustache and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember this has He has a Florida, baseball head. Who's a scumbag in that? <clears throat> no, uh, the baseball uh, head is uh, Mr. Met. I just don't see how, even if it was his feet, it would have been any better. He might have fucking broken a leg. Like that, <laughs> that just entrance, that landing there, just, it, it, I don't know what was going on there. He just like slammed into that wall. Like I think everybody that does that slide probably does too. I'd love to see the uh, injury ratio there. It, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, and he came back though to, to, to do that game with broken ribs. And they say like the worst thing that you can do when you have broken ribs is like talk and breathe and shit. So shout out to him for bouncing back. But I mean, what 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 could we expect? You know, he, he's a soldier. You know, he he did it, and he's from SoCal, eight one eight legend. Um, but I mean, if you guys haven't had a chance, check out the David Vasse slide, and also check out this one in the Midwest that I was telling you about that got shut down. It's one of those ones that you see at the fair that has like four different like waves. So like the first wave is cool, and then people start catching air like super super crazy, and they start banging, and um. It's it's just hilarious. And my last um scumbag that I Hold on, real quick. Flores. The name of the mascot for the Brewers, his name is Bernie Brewer. Just FYI. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's got a big giant yellow mustache, like handlebar mustache. So Bernie Brewer is the that was underwhelming. Yeah, and I think my laptop's about to die, so I'll be quick. Um my last honorable mention for scumbag is again famous scumbag around here is Patrick Beverly talking shit saying that some of us have families to feed KD can you make up your mind so I google Patrick Beverly's net worth and he's worth like 12 to 14 million dollars I'm like bro you have enough money to feed your family like don't try to bring them into this if you have issues with Kevin Durant just be straight up and come at him correct don't be like oh some of us have families to feed. Can you make up your mind so these other contracts can start rolling in and so the rest of us can start, you know, signing deals, whatever it was. And he, you know, he did the passive aggressive Twitter post. And of course, Kevin Durant responded. So for me, I low-key was like, that's a little scumbaggy. Just, you know, be more direct and tell Kevin Durant, you can at him and say, are you going to sign or what? You know, that's that's just me. But sometimes... My scumbags are a little petty, and that's me being petty. So um, does anybody have any final statements before we wrap up the 160th episode? This is my favorite. It's college football season. I know a lot of people are just <laughs> fiending to fucking bet. I am. I can't wait. Uh, as, I, as we always say, Pat, if you're going to bet, good luck. And that, bet responsibly. That's right. Because... Flores, you good? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. So our listeners will never be our scumbags. You are our heroes. Thank you for listening. The 160th episode. Andres just said it. The Cavalier King. If you're going to place any bets this weekend, good luck. And we will see you next week.